This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Coming up on 5 Minute News. Pelosi bars Trump allies from January 6 probe. Wildfires in US West blowing world's worst air to East Coast. And half of all Afghan district centers under Taliban control. It's Thursday, July 22. I'm Anthony Davis. U.S. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi on Wednesday rejected two Republicans tapped by House GOP leader Kevin McCarthy to sit on a committee investigating the January 6 Capitol insurrection, a decision the Republican denounced as an egregious abuse of power. McCarthy said the GOP won't participate in the investigation if Democrats won't accept the members he appointed. Pelosi cited the integrity of the probe in refusing to accept the appointments of Indiana Representative Jim Banks, picked by McCarthy to be the top Republican on the panel, or Ohio Representative Jim Jordan. The two men are outspoken allies of former President Donald Trump, whose supporters laid siege to the Capitol that day and interrupted the certification of Joe Biden's win. Both of them voted to overturn the election results in the hours after the siege. Democrats have said the investigation will go on, whether the Republicans participate or not, as Pelosi has already appointed eight of the 13 members, including Republican Representative Liz Cheney of Wyoming, a Trump critic, and that gives them a bipartisan quorum to proceed according to committee rules. Pelosi said she has spoken with McCarthy and told him that she would reject the two names. The move is emblematic of the raw political tensions in Congress that have only escalated since the insurrection and raises the possibility that the investigation, the only comprehensive probe currently being conducted of the attack, will be done almost entirely by Democrats. Pelosi originally tried to create an independent investigation that would have been evenly split between the parties, but Senate Republicans blocked that approach in a vote last month. Smoke and ash from massive wildfires in the American West clouded the sky and led to air quality alerts yesterday in parts of the East Coast as the effects of the blazes were felt 2,500 miles away. Strong winds blew smoke east from California, Oregon, Montana and other states all the way to the other side of the continent. Haze hung over New York City, New Jersey and Pennsylvania, creating some of the worst air quality in the world. The nation's largest wildfire, Oregon's bootleg fire, grew to 616 square miles, just over half the size of Rhode Island. Fires also burned on both sides of California's Sierra Nevada and in Washington State and other areas of the West. The smoke blowing to the East Coast was reminiscent of last fall, when large blazes burning in Oregon's worst wildfire season in recent memory choked the local sky with pea soup smoke, 
but also affected air quality several thousand miles away. So far this year, Seattle and Portland have largely been spared the foul air. People in parts of New Jersey, Pennsylvania and elsewhere with heart disease, asthma and other health issues were told to avoid the outdoors. Air quality alerts for parts of the region were in place through Thursday. David Lawrence, a meteorologist with the National Weather Service, said wildfire smoke usually thins out by the time it reaches the East Coast, but this summer it's still pretty thick. Meanwhile, Oregon on Wednesday banned all campfires on state-managed lands and in state campgrounds east of Interstate 5, the major highway that is commonly considered the dividing line between the wet western part of the state and the dry eastern half. The Oregon fire has ravaged the sparsely populated southern part of the state and has been expanding by up to four miles a day, pushed by gusting winds and critically dry weather that's turned trees and undergrowth into a tinderbox. Meanwhile, a California couple have been criminally charged for their role in igniting last year's destructive El Dorado wildfire after they used a pyrotechnic device during a gender reveal party. The blaze torched close to 23,000 acres, destroyed five homes and 15 other buildings, and claimed the life of a firefighter, Charlie Morton. Taliban insurgents control about half of Afghanistan's district centres, the most senior US general said on Wednesday, indicating a rapidly deteriorating security situation. Insecurity has been growing in Afghanistan in recent weeks, largely spurred by fighting in its provinces as US-led foreign troops complete their withdrawal and the Taliban launch major offensives, taking districts and border crossings. Strategic momentum appears to be sort of with the Taliban, General Mark Milley, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, told reporters. Milley said more than 200 of the 419 district centres were under Taliban control. Last month, he has said the Taliban controlled just 81 district centres in Afghanistan. While the insurgent group had not taken over any provincial capitals, they were putting pressure on the outskirts of half of them, he said. The government has accused the Taliban of destroying hundreds of government buildings in 29 of the country's 34 provinces. The Taliban deny accusations of extensive destruction by their fighters. Almost all US troops, except those protecting the embassy in Kabul and the airport, have left the country. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news. Daily. Hello everyone, my name is Tom Kearns and I host the Anglo-Saxon England podcast, where I cover the history and culture of England from the departure of the Romans in the 5th century to the Norman Conquest in 1066. So far we've surveyed the collapse of Roman rule in Britain, the migration of the Anglo-Saxons, and the history of Northumbria from its beginnings in the mists of legend to its destruction at the hands of Viking raiders in the 9th century. I hope you'll come and give it a go.